Fantasy football has become a major reality for millions of fans. Makes him off to the 30. He's gone. He's gone. What a move. It takes skill to win your fantasy championship, separating the zeros. He goes to the near side, and it's picked off. Intercepted. From the fantasy heroes. Down the middle, it's caught over the shoulder in the end zone. Buckle up your chin strap for the fantasy fix. As promised, let's say hello to Nick Mencio from RotoWorld.com. Nick, let's start with today's breaking news. Based on the shoulder injury Martellus Bennett suffered, he has been cut by the Packers. For fantasy owners who were hanging on to Bennett, hoping he might get healthy, you have any tips for them as they try to scour the waiver wire and look for a tight end that actually can play for them on Sunday? Oh, man. I mean, if you're still holding on to Bennett, I mean, he only had like 24 catches in like seven or eight games with the Packers. Wasn't doing anything the past few weeks, but tight end is super thin, so I could see it. But if uh, one guy that jumps out is Eric Ebron this week uh, facing the Browns. The Browns have allowed the most catches to tight ends, the third most yards to the position, third most fancy points, second most touchdowns to the position. This game can be played in a dome. The Lions have a high team total. Uh, they're probably like one of the top offenses to play, top offenses to play this week, so I'd maybe take a stab at Ebron if I'm looking for help. Nick, when it comes down to the Baltimore Ravens' backfield, is Buck Allen or Alex Collins the guy to own for that team? I mean, I think it just depends what the what the score's looking like from game to game. I mean, Collins is going to be the guy they ride if they have if they have a lead like they did that Thursday night against the Dolphins where they're up 40 points, and Collins, like we saw, had over 100 yards, his best game of the season. And then last week they were – going a little back and forth, chasing the Titans a little bit. So it was Buck Allen in the second half, and it's just going to be a week-to-week type of thing. Allen's the guy who's going to be catching the passes. Collins is going to be the guy on the early downs. You pray for a touchdown with Collins, and then you just bank on a, on a few PPR points from Allen. So I think it's just a week-to-week thing. Talking fantasy with Nick Mencio. Check out his outstanding work, rotoworld.com. Nick, the problem with having an active mind is you can talk yourself into anything. So if I'm thinking about Tampa Bay situation with Jameis Winston – being rested for the foreseeable future with the shoulder issue. Ryan Fitzpatrick's back on the field. To me, that says they have to run the ball more. But Doug Martin had a hideous game on the road at New Orleans. So what are you doing with the muscle hamster coming up Sunday as the Bucks take on the Jets? Yeah, just a real bad game for Martin last week. Seven yards on eight carries. He's been an RB3 or worse in three straight games. Hasn't scored a touchdown since week six against the Cardinals. Uh, this offense just falls behind way too often. I mean, like you said, this game looks like one that could stay close with against the Jets this week, but the Jets are playing a lot better run defensive late. And I think, I mean, they're going to let Fitzpatrick sling the ball around. He's like a, a true gunslinger in the sense of like Jake Cutler type style, just not with the strongest arm. But I, I could see this game being a potential shootout. I kind of like both quarterbacks in this spot, but I'm not super high on Martin in this in this game at all. Are both Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara players to use each week, or do you think some weeks favor one or the other? No, I'm definitely running both these guys out every week where I have them. Uh, the, the Saints offense probably the, the best rushing offense in the league right now. They've won six in a row as a team. Uh, they're playing a lot of games in the Superdome coming up down the second half of the season. Uh, I know they're going to – I think they're going to Buffalo this week, but I'm not scared to – play these guys at all. I mean, I, they're both RB2s in my book, and Ingram may be an RB1 every week just because of the volume he gets and potential touchdowns. 
Timeshares can be risky in real estate. You just can't get out of the contract, and it can be disastrous in fantasy football because your featured back suddenly gets diminished. So as we think about what Jay Ajayi did in his debut for the Eagles, Nick, how do you view the running back situation in Philadelphia with Ajayi and LeGarrette Blunt? Yeah, both those guys last week kind of took back seats to Corey Clement, who scored three touchdowns, and it was just a total quagmire last week. They were obviously trying to work Jay Ajayi into the offense, get him some touches in this first game with the new team. But moving forward, I think this is going to be Ajayi's backfield for sure. They didn't give up a, a premium draft pick uh, to just sit him behind LeGarrette Blunt. So I think going forward, this is going to be Ajayi's backfield. And like we see that the Eagles are, are winning a lot of games. They're, they're blowing some teams out. And if they get big leads in the second half, Ajayi could have some huge games going forward. I mean, I guess we just saw singing the welcome back song to Josh Gordon because he's back uh, in the game now. But is he a guy you would grab considering uh, picking him up? Would you be a guy you consider picking up or stashing away at this point now that he's being reinstated? Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd take a flyer on a, on a mega talent like Gordon, but we haven't seen him on a football field in, in almost almost three or four years. He hasn't played a snap since 2014. I have no clue what kind of football shape this guy is in right now, but – he plays with a big arm quarter, quarterback in Deshaun Kaiser. He can obviously stretch a field like Randy Moss pretty much and has huge size, a big touchdown score last time we saw him. So I would take a flyer if I'm a, a team heading into the fantasy playoffs and I got a bench spot to spare, and he could be, he could be a league winner for you in the, at the end of the day. Today's fantasy fix being delivered by Nick Menzio, rotoworld.com. Nick, I'm in the San Francisco Bay Area today, so a lot of Niner conversation with friends, and they keep telling me this defense just can't stop anybody. And watching that game against Arizona on Sunday, Drew Stanton played reasonably well, plus we know what Adrian Peterson did. As the Giants get ready to come to Northern California, the Giants cannot run. I realize Eli Manning is dealing with guys coming off the practice squad to play wide receiver, but would you have any fantasy confidence in Eli heading into this game against San Francisco? I think this would be the absolute only one week I would even consider starting Eli Manning. This, this Niners defense, like you said, you hit the nail on the head. They're, they're just real bad. Uh, they can't stop anyone. The only positive they have going for them this week is they're at home and they face a giant team coming across the country, a team that's quit on their coach, uh, they talked about maybe getting the young quarterbacks more reps, so that, that's kind of something to think about. But I don't think it's going to happen this week. And I could, I would definitely stream Manning in spots where I might have like uh, Marcus Mariota, who's doing nothing right now. I can't even trust starting him right now, so I'd maybe consider starting Manning over him. But moving forward after this week, I don't think Eli is going to have any value. Nick, which running back is which running back is the guy to use from the Dolphins' backfield? Last week they kind of just. Split carries, split reps, split snaps, all the all that stuff. And Damian Williams was the one that got the touchdown, but Kenyon Drake had the better better game all around. And even with that lost fumble, that was kind of I don't know. I was kind of scared he was going to get benched by Coach Adam Gase. There, he's kind of a hothead. But Gase is the Gase is the staff that picked Drake last year's draft. So I'm gonna I'm gonna side with Drake, and he's the he's the more uh, uh, more playmaking in it, in his in his game. So. Williams is more of a special team or goal line type guy. So I, I, I'm going to ride with Drake in this one. Now, Nick, if you're talking Drake, you got to give us something like start at the bottom, right? <laughs> Thank you. That's yeah, why I'm, here, Nick. I'm not, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> You've been listening to no huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, five touchdown. The national football league is on TuneIn.